Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah, I would never, I would never do that again this year. I just think like we, hey, we've done that. I need somebody who's, who's built offenses, coordinated offenses, stood in front of the room, called plays in, you know, the, the fourth quarter of a September game, called plays on a first and fifteen December half, got to win it to get into the playoffs. I, I need that, um, and that's not to knock those guys, but I just you, you've got to have that experience. And I know everyone always says in these situations, well, it has to be your first time at some point. Yes. I just don't believe you want that in this situation for New England for the first time to be in a third year of a rookie quarterback that, while very good, there isn't this, hey, physical talent can cover up for potential mistakes. There is a very specific way that Mac kind of needs offense to be called for him to play at a very high level. I just wouldn't do that again this year, no. Oh, my God. Late night, W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thanks so much for being here. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. That's Dan Orlovsky earlier on, on the afternoon show here on W-E-E-I saying, Matt kind of needs it a certain way. He needs the bread edges cut off of his sandwiches when it comes to whoever the next offensive coordinator is, and it probably shouldn't be a new name. I uh, Yeah, there is an issue right there. See, because I am one that believes that if you're going to take this team to the future, don't reach to the past because the past includes the greatest quarterback of all time. So there's no way you're going to measure up to seeing how things are done right if you're never going to measure up to the person who did them right. Like the only person who would make sense to bring someone old back for would be Jimmy Garoppolo because he would know what the language, what the cadence is, what everything's expected, how things are how things are mapped out. Mac Jones is brand new. And even though after finishing two years here, it feels like he's been here for seven. Yeah, Orlovsky's right, going into a third year with a third coordinator, but whether it be a new coordinator or an old school guy, it doesn't matter. It's still a new coordinator. And that's where I'm concerned is if the team is going to move forward and if there is going to be progress for this quarterback in this new era, usually like the old school guy and the new school guy really don't work. 
that's kind of what was going on, I think, in a thin veiled line behind the scenes in terms of the Patricia, Joe Judge, Mac Jones dynamic. Couple of old school guys, here's a new school guy, because new school guy is more likely to yap at their coordinators on live television. Old school guy, he gets it, you have it out in the locker room. So what makes me go back to what was very interesting is Nick Cayley was interviewed for the for the offensive coordinator position. Now, this has happened after he interviewed with the New York Jets. So I'm wondering if there's a guy in-house that's on the offensive side of the ball, watch, this is fascinating, who does offense probably better than the guy you put in position and then is good enough to be interviewed by your your, your division rival then why are you interviewing him a year late? If this was about putting somebody who was trusted as part of your crew, as I've said here on the show, Belichick really runs a crew, and Kraft just kind of has to make sure that it doesn't get out of hand and become a Rico situation. Why wasn't Kaylee the offensive coordinator last year? If you're going to do something for a first time, then why not go with the guy who's on that side of the ball who has an idea because the very next year, the Jets potentially want him? And for those you you know who are who are kind of familiar with the new rule that the NFL has is that every team must interview and uh, hire at least one minority member on their offensive side of the staff. That's not Nick Kelly. So you could have made him that guy last year because you have minorities on the staff. That's why even some of the names that I'm hearing up now, like Adrian Clem, no, it doesn't check a box because you already have. African-Americans who are on the offensive side of the ball who are coaches, Troy Brown. So that that quote-unquote box is checked. But yeah, if Mac needs it a certain way, then it feeds right into the narrative that's been going on all along. How long do you have to hold the guy's hand before you realize he's not going to cross the street by himself? Even when there are no cars coming. So when you hear the talk of Bill O'Brien, and he, you know, he's he's a former guy, he's always here. You, you do know that Bill O'Brien has had issues with newer, younger players. Remember Houston? So now you're I, I find it very hard to say that, okay, if you're trying to give Mac this new life, why would it be with some of the old heads? Here's Tommy Curran. He was on Gresham Fourier. And he was asked, like, look, if if it isn't Bill O'Brien, and I'll tell you why I don't think it is next, who else? That's a great question. My conversations was indicated to me that while O'Brien is certainly the target for Bill Belichick, he's never a a one-dance partner guy. He's going to look at it as, as this year exhibited. There's a lot of guys who could do that job. I mean, he's now got the lowest bar possible in terms of experience, established. But whether it be Chad O'Shea or Mike Kafka, that would be a lateral move, of course. Um, I'm just throwing out names of guys who, look, Nick Cayley, he's going to interview with the New York Jets for an offensive coordinator position. Would the Patriots want to re-up with him when they didn't last year? Imagine that the, the guy who's sitting in the tight end's office as a coach oh. is now coveted by one of your division rivals as an offensive coordinator, and you went out with a straight face with a defensive coordinator as your offensive coordinator all year. Still mind-boggling. Yeah. Now, 
Andrew, thanks for being here tonight. Glad to work with you. Truth, I have I I've not heard that cut, have I? No. I, I haven't I could... heard that cut. That's literally my thinking is like, okay, so you now want to talk to the guy who was here last year, but was it good enough to be considered for it? And mm, that's what that's what old black grandma say. Mm, 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 mm. Then it go, child, make it make sense. Like <laughs> if I'm Nick Cayley and you're watching all that, I've I've got the Arthur bald fist in the in the meme at home. Like, mm, what is this guy doing? And doesn't that kind of want to make you take up the Jets offer more? Well, but here's the thing. If the Jets see something that you didn't see and you still had the guy or you didn't bring the guy on board midseason when things were going horrible. I'd said that. I was just like, hey, you know, Nick is in the room. He might be able to help. It's like those stories you see in Hallmark movies. I don't know if you watch these with your girl or what have you or you get forced to watch them. I'm kind of smart. Sometimes I'll go ahead and be proactive and put them on if I know a game is coming on like in three hours. So I was like, okay, this Hallmark movie is going to be two hours. I could spend some quality time with the wife. Then pretend like I'm not even thinking about it. Like, as soon as the movie's up, turn the channel. Strategy. Strategy. Just not checkers. Yes, exactly. Don't be a pawn. Move like a king or a rook. Look. It's fascinating that now there's an interest in him when there wasn't an interest in him getting in the mix of things when things were a mess. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. So more names have popped up. Uh, Keenan McCardle with the Vikings. He's the wide receiver coach. No, Keenan McCardle's never been a, a game manager. I mean, he's never called a game, but neither did Patricia. And that's the other thing. I got to get back to the Bill O'Brien thing for a second. Just like in business, why wouldn't the price be through the roof? Because everybody knows this is your blaring and glaring need. Like, you can't name your price. They're going to name their price. And if you're Bill O'Brien, why aren't you looking at that San Diego or the Los Angeles Chargers job and going, hmm, Justin Herbert? They got rid of the coordinator because he was doing young guy things, like throwing the ball up 27. Huh. Maybe because after all, Staley's a defensive coach. He's probably thinking, I want someone who's level-headed, kind of young coach, old school offensive coordinator. That tends to work. They say that even in dating, like, no offense. <laughs> well, usually when you say no offense, you're about to say something offensive. Like being a northern guy, Sometimes it's better to find a southern woman. And sometimes it's better for a southern woman to find a northern guy. Same thing for northern women. Southern guys, they're so charming. They're not a jerk like Bobby always is. It works in a weird way. Yin and yang, that's what they call it. The Patriots need some yin and yang. If I'm Bill O'Brien, I'm putting the highest number I possibly can on a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, Bill's getting more than 20? Well, how about I get like 18? Oh, that's crazy. See ya. Then what's the plan? Yeah, Keenan McCardle is not going to be the hire. I think it's just kind of like a thank you for coming by. We we appreciate you being here. No, 
It's a Belichick connection, right? Coached him in Cleveland, I think. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't tell me anything in terms of what he knows in terms of what he's been taught over time. Like Troy Brown would make more sense to me than Keenan Allen. Right. I mean, Keenan McCardle, I'm sorry. You know why I'm always default to saying Keenan Allen is because he he went to high school with my daughter. So when I hear Keenan in football, I say Allen just by default. Did he really? Wow. Yes. Won a couple state championships. In fact, my daughter, her boyfriend, was the left tackle on that team. Do you know the dreams and grandeurs I was telling my friends? I'm like, we're going to be going to good NFL games for 18 years. Stop playing. Like, I'll on, set. Man. Don't have to work another day. Oh, my gosh. I was ready. You know, like, I do this radio thing. It pays just above minimum. You know, I, I kind of recognize the difference between oodles and noodles and ramen. You know what I mean? Like, the radio will teach you that. But how... Do you not go for a yin and yang situation? Bill O'Brien probably has so much value to the Chargers right now. Where? Coming to the Patriots. Yeah, to the fan base. Oh, he knows the system. He's been here. He's lived here. You're making it seem like this guy knows how, like, the deposit thing works here. Okay, you need first months, you need last months, and you need the deposit. So you really need, like, your first three months. But you don't pay your last month. Like, that's not that. It's about the quarterback. And you just heard Orlovsky say, Look, Mac's going to need someone to kind of do it a certain way, kind of cater to his needs, kind of make sure that he he feels good about it. Well, here's a former guy of the fold who seemed to have gone rogue like a bad KFAB in wrestling, Nick Mangini, Eric Mangini, on Cowherd talking about he doesn't think anybody on the Pat staff can get to Mac Jones. Well, it's, it's really interesting what's happening in New England now because he, Bill had the benefit of the doubt from, from ownership to have an unconventional offensive staff, and that didn't really work out. And Mac Jones supposedly was going outside the organization to get help, which is understandable because there's nobody really on the staff that can give him insight from a, from a quarterback perspective. So, so I get that. That's not going to make Bill happy. He, you know, you keep things in the family. But going back to that benefit of the doubt, with the success that Tom's had, and the way that New England struggled, you're going to lose the benefit of the doubt in the locker room from, from those guys where you run through the wall knowing that if you run through the wall that you're going to either be deep in the playoffs or have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And it hurts the benefit of the doubt externally where great players would take less to go. Their great players would be different in New England than, than they were other places. And that's, that's a hard sell now. It's it's a totally different equation than it has been because of what Tom's done and what New England's done. Yeah, I'll follow up on that point there because he makes a very good point about something that I've been saying that's coming down the pike that even when Cam Newton was here, you would still get the benefit of the doubt. I'll tell you what that means next. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ Late Night WEEI. Still to come, Bruins, they win it easy. Like, it wasn't even close. That's still to come. Plus, would you rather more likely to one of the best ones? That's still to come in 30 minutes. But right now, it's time to trend with Andrew Meehan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WEEI. This is WEEI Late Night. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. How can a brilliant football mind like Belichick have such a blind spot with offense? And I've got kind of belief, a belief with it. So they, we have a decade now of proof. They have not drafted a Pro Bowl skill player since Gronk, I believe it is. You could look it up, but I, I think that's the drought. He essentially gave the offense to Brady and Josh McDaniels. Now, he was never great in terms of sensibility with the offense, but he left it for a decade. He kind of gave it to Josh and Tom. And then Josh and Tom left. And so I think Belichick kind of surrendered offense to Brady and Josh McDaniels and built the best defense in the league and the best special teams and the best operation in the league. Offense was in the other part of the building, mostly. He let our guys run it, and he's a little out of touch because no league changes more. In the NFL, look at the rule changes offensively in the last decade. Look how the game is different. The middle of the field now, because the rule changes, is all offense. 15 years ago, the defense owned the middle of the field. Now the offense does. People use tight ends differently, H-backs differently, running backs differently. Uh, it's just a different sport offensively. And Belichick removed himself from it, so he's a brilliant guy. But it shows you that in football, nobody can do everything. Everybody's got a blind spot. There's just too much to know, too many layers. You have a hard cap. The game is changing culturally. The quarterback now means more. It, it's a lot. And for Belichick, smartest football coach arguably ever, he's got, he's got a blind spot. Late night, W-E-E-I, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. I am KJ Carson. Just heard from Colin Coward saying that, look, maybe some things are starting to pass Belichick a bit sleep at the wheel when it came to the offense. I'll get to that in a second because uh, to defend Belichick for a second. So you, the mention of like him drafting a, an, an all-pro offensive player. Um. Yeah, when you're pretty much at the bottom of the first round, you are going to take a player that is either going to cut it or isn't really going to. Now, Sony Michelle, yeah, look, no one was expecting him to be the next coming of Barry Sanders, but he did work for the playoff run and win the Super Bowl. Like if you you got a championship out of Sony Michelle during the playoffs. Nikhil Harry, that's the one that everybody throws up there. I would just go back and say Go back and Google or, or go to YouTube and look at Nikhil Harry's highlights coming out of Arizona State. 
and not call him to kill Harry and ask yourself, if you had a chance to get this guy, would you get him for Tom Brady, knowing that this could be the receiver that could grow with him for the next four or five years? Look different. Right? You get to the pros, things different things can happen. Sometimes you're like, oh, wow, I've got to play for this mortgage I just got from my mom's house. You just don't know what happened to people when they get to the league. That's why when people say, oh, they could have had A.J. Brown, they could have Debo, those guys had to work harder for their positions. They were not first-rounders. When you're not a first-rounder, there's always tapping you something on your, something is always tapping you on the shoulder saying, you got to beat out another guy. There's somebody on this team that they believe you've got to beat out and you've got to do that. That wasn't the case when Keel Harry came. It was like, oh, my gosh, what, what receiver is going to beat out? Edelman on two broken, you know, on, on rubbing bone on bone at that point? So, yeah, I, I, I love revisionist history because oh, we could have had Debo Samuel. That means you would have had to have Kyle Shanahan doing being here as well, right? Like those things kind of go hand in hand. So a couple of minutes ago, you heard Mangini talk about, Eric Mangini talk about nobody on the staff can really get to Mac because they're all kind of this crew. And that's the word I've been using. I, don't know, I tell people they listen to late night and use that jargon during the day. That's going to end. Yes, it's one of those situations where you have old school and new school trying to make things work. And sometimes old school is so set in their ways. Like I'm Gen X, okay? I just die laughing. I'm like, why do baby boomers and millennials go? Like, why are grandparents going at it with grandkids? Like, who does that? Like, but Gen X sits there and goes, oh, both of y'all are dummies. (laughs) Like, that's how we say it. Like we can, we understand what the younger person is thinking and what they're going through. And we also understand what this older person went through because trust us, we were reminded and where they're at now and why they may think that way. Patriots don't really operate in that, that zone. They're very baby boomerish. Well, I mean, how old is Belichick? 72, something like that. So yeah, he's a baby boomer. So there's not going to be some young guy coming in saying, well, this is the way we do it. Like, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, the baby boomer would have been like, you're not playing that rap crap in this locker room. That degenerate stuff, it doesn't build character. It makes you less of men. That was 20 years ago. Now, it may be, hey, you may want to go get someone else in management to to oversee me. What? You gonna tell me what to do with my job? There's a disconnect. That's why I say there needs to be someone who understands what the younger person is and someone who knows what's expected from the elder statesman in the team. Because it's costing the quality of players that are coming to New England. That's what Mangini was saying. And in in so many words, that's what Cowherd was kind of getting at without saying it. Said a lot of words, but didn't say it. That the quality of free agent, like you talk about you want DeAndre Hopkins here. There's not even someone who can justifiably throw for 4,000 yards on this team yet. You don't know that yet. Like if you're if you're a receiver, you want to know you can get 100 balls and get a chance at 1,000 yards. That means he's got to throw for another 2,500, 3,000 to somebody else, other people. It's not built that way. So when you talk about the quality of 
of offensive players, free agent-wise. Let me remind you. John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar. Is that is that making any movement? Kendrick Bourne in a doghouse. Is that even close to a level of superstars that you would hope that would come here? It's not even close. Even with the John Smith Hunter Henry acquisition, I said, okay, Belichick's going to go back to the Gronk and Hernandez playbook that was so dominant in the league that other teams realized, hey, wait a minute. We could use that same type of that's what you that's really what Dallas does. That's really what they're out there doing is like at the end of the day, he's going to depend on his two tight ends. Because the game moves so much faster now that now suddenly the tight end is very necessary for someone who's trying to close the gap in speed of process. That's what Mac's going through right now. The game speed is still a little too quick for what his mental processes are taking. That's why you're not seeing a lot of long shots downfield. A lot of intermediary stuff. And you just wonder like, okay, is it going to get better with an old school guy? Or does it get better by kind of appeasing the young request of like, you know, I need someone in here who understands me, who gets me. You know, they probably have now like a Wonderlick test just for like internal matters now. You know, like, well, I, I scored an 18, and so I I need someone to come in here and talk to me. Like, are you kidding? Either get the job done or you don't. Like, this is the first time, you know, with the Lamar Jackson talk, and again, I believe there would just be too many hoops that would have to, there would be too many events that would have to happen in order for Lamar Jackson even just to become available, right? Because Baltimore is not, I mean, they're going to kind of play the, the, the Harry Hart ass on that, you know. Well, we can just franchise tag you. Well, I can, I can go on vacation, right? So there's going to be so many things that have to happen. Now, do I think someone like Lamar Jackson would take to some of the old school coaching that exists here with the, with the Patriots? Absolutely. Absolutely. And yet there are other guys in the league who you clearly say they just don't take. Zach Wilson doesn't take to it well. He's struggling. And he might be really the only one that sticks out like Derek Carr. He's kind of struggling. But he's gotten he's gotten his check. But he's struggling. Jared Goff seemed to turn it around, but at one time he was struggling. Kirk Cousins, they're probably starting to say, you know what, if if someone else is available and we can get them, we'll do it. Well, they really need someone to play defense. But look, out of all the trans- transactions for the Patriots, the one at the top of the list is, Mas- is Matthew Judon. Every bit of the money worth spent, maybe even more. So yeah, Belichick is a defense guy. But when you run the crew, you probably think that the offense isn't as important as what you do and what you oversee, right? No one would ever say, oh, Bill, you need to get someone in there to handle the defense. If Bill can't handle the defense, then the defense isn't getting handled. But the offense, it's easy. I think it's an easy narrative to say, well, you had Brady and you had Josh McDaniel when they left. You had nothing left. 
Um, you could have filled that void. I I just, and that's my concern, is, yeah, you know that you have to fill the void, and Robert Kraft has said you have to fill the void, but they're not going to listen to what Mac Jones believes or says in terms of what they want to do because crew is still going to do what they want to do. 617-779-7937, text line 37937, KJ Late Night here on WEEI. Still to come, would you rather more likely to either or? The most fascinating three questions inside of one, one man has ever had to answer at one time. Let's go to Paul in Rhode Island who has some ideas of what the Patriots should do. Paul, thanks for calling Late Night here on WEEI. Thank you, AJJ. Yeah. Listen, uh, I'm going to read you the Patriots Constitution, okay? A couple of years down the line, okay? We're not going to do a disservice to Belichick, okay, or his son, okay? Here's what we want, okay? What we want is Mr. Belichick to move upstairs down the line, along with Mr. Robert, okay? Uh, share an office upstairs, let Jonathan take over, okay? Have Mr. O'Brien come here, have Mr. Vrabel come here, okay? And make Mr. Mac Jones, okay, as a punishment, okay, for what he did, okay, in that game against the Raiders. Okay, Hold Paul, the clipboard Paul, for a Paul, year. Paul, and Mr. Let, me put you on, let me put you on pause to get to some realization. Don't let him go if he's still there. Did you let him go? Okay, so hold on, Paul. I'll say this. First, I don't think Vrabel will ever step back into foot of here unless he's the head coach. So that's out, right? I think this whole thing of you can always come back home, they've made their own home. They've done what fathers have asked you to do. Leave home, find your way. Unless you get in this industry, you just keep leaving and finding and finding and finding. You're like, I'm just searching. So no, that that's not going to happen. Belichick goes upstairs. I've said this for a couple of years. Somebody at some point has to say, Bill, you've got a choice. Either be the head coach and we get someone to handle personnel matters, salary cap, acquisitions, and we shop for the players, or step away from coaching, you come upstairs with financials, and you seek out players, you're in charge of hiring the head coach, but that head coach will be allowed to hire their own staff and make personnel decisions that would be appealed upstairs. If if the answer to that is no, then you got a control issue. Continue, Paul. Mr. O'Brien has 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 the right to to pick who he wants. Since the game is changing, Mr. O'Brien has the right to pick his crew, okay, or a couple of them. Now everybody knows that you don't have to get rid of everybody because you, we all know that everybody can move over to a spot what they used to do, okay. But let's not degrade Belichick. Let's just down the line a couple of years put him upstairs. He loves it around here, and let him oversee, along with Robert. Time is passing him by too, you know. Yeah, but when and you're I the owner, as long as as long as you know how to cut the check, no time is passing on your behalf. Like him and Jerry Jones are almost about the same age, maybe within a five year span. I think Jonathan shouldn't be left like alone. Okay, I think Belichick and Jonathan down the line. That's my opinion. I don't Paul, mean to sound like what I want. It's what we want. Well, Paul, thanks for the call. Yeah, I think the fan base, I think we can be in some type of agreement that 
Bill is no longer at the capacity effectively at 100%. You like you can't be 100% to two things. And for years, it was really just about addition without subtraction, right? The subtraction would have been Brady. Now, you can't get ad, you can't get addition and you don't have you don't have capital to subtract, right? Like you like outside of Judon Maybe Uche would have value. Duggar would have value. These are guys that you could get on the phone with teams and all teams would take the phone call. Other players, they'll be like feeling like, okay, man, why are you trying to dump stuff on our lawn? I'm not just saying this about, I'm not saying these guys are horrible. I'm just saying, what does, what do these other teams see the value? Jacoby Myers may have a, a surprisingly high value as, as a missing role piece, right? Like imagine Jacoby Myers on the inside with Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill on the outside. Like, that would be absolutely scary. The more guys you add, the more it opens up. The more it opens right. up for your number ones. Right. But you take Jacoby Myers off this team, you're like, okay, like that's like your your most productive receiver. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't see how there's value in a lot of these players by other teams. You remember, I, I think it was at the beginning of last year. Hey, Patriots are listening, maybe listening to offers for Nelson Aguilar. People are like, please, a fifth rounder. <laughs> like in essence, you're saying you paid a lot for a player. The player isn't necessarily working out. And now you're pretty much going to take back nothing. Well, you're going to find a punter, a gunner at fifth round. You know, a bill finds safety. After a while, those even don't really catch like they do. But, when it comes to finding defense, I still trust Bill's mind. When it comes to offense, oh, yeah, it's lacking for sure. Even when Cam Newton was here, you remember the conversation was, because Cam Newton had such a respect around the league with so many players that free agents would want to come play with him because of his relationship. Now, it didn't work out. The arm wasn't really working. But that was still a real possibility. Mac does not have the cachet built yet where free agents are saying, yeah, I want to go play with him when you don't even know how he's going to be coached up or how he's going to take to adversity or how he's going to do with a third coordinator in three years. Like there are very few guys in the NFL who have turned out to be successful when by their fifth year they've gone through maybe three or four coordinators. Because let's say Bill O'Brien, let's say Bill O'Brien comes here and let's say he turns it around and Mac looks absolutely wonderful. You don't think Bill O'Brien's gonna be called for a head coaching job the next year? So literally whoever is the next offensive coordinator is gonna have to be here for a couple of years. That's why I say you might have to go with a new school guy that's going to be here to commit for two or three years. So that way, as Matt gets to year five, you can say, okay, whoever brings, whoever comes in now, we know that Mac is surefire on his own feet. But when you in charge of crew, crew will only look out for me and maybe for you. KJ Late Night, WEEI, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Would you rather more likely to either or next on WEEI? 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WEEI Late Night. On Boston Sports Original. WEEI. Late night, WEEI. It's KJ Carson, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Still to come. Bruins just stay on fire. And now it's figuring out, like, can you just start the playoffs tomorrow? That's coming up in about 15, 20 minutes. Also, Celtics getting ready for a big matchup with the Warriors. A little bit of payback is due after they were shining their faces at the White House today. Um, Andrew, I know, like, when you're coming in at this time, and when we come in at this time of night, you kind of watch what the weather's talking about. And remember at the beginning of the week, the hype. Winter storm mix could be here Thursday, Friday. Grab the milk and bread. Oh, Walk up the God. doors, get the snowboard oh, ready. Oh, my God. But everybody, you know what? Everybody knows the trick. And maybe this is me from living in Waltham. Is the pike is the cutoff, right? Like, if they say the pike, you're going to see... Five, six inches, like you're going towards Norwood. Right, that, like right. Waltham is like the purple spot. Like Waltham, Norwood, those are like the purple spots that get hit. So it's like, oh, I only got 12 inches over here. It's like, dude, I'm shoveling 18 and a half. 18 and a half. Yeah, I live right in that little, there's like this oh, little nugget. <laughs> yeah, it's right this little nugget. So if you live in like that little strip along 128 and then south of 90 or south of the pike going to Norwood, it's like that little hook effect is where the deep snow always seems to show up. If it doesn't, if it's not a big number there, it's not really going to be a big number for anyone else. And so, true story, I forgot how many years ago this was, but obviously coming back from the south, I usually jump on the pike, obviously to come back into Boston, virtually never take 95, like through Rhode Island and everything. But literally, because knowing I would have to come through the hills of Worcester and everything, like it was just going to be late at night. So I was like, I'm going to come underneath the entire storm. So I go through New Haven and all through there, come up through Providence, all rain, right? Literally get to uh, uh, Newton Highlands. I'm around the corner from my house is the first time I see snow the entire trip. Jeez. Literally, I'm like two (laughs) minutes from my house, two turn two blocks right there in the Waltham. Boom, I've got like six inches of snow sitting there, but it was rain three blocks away. That's, so, that's yeah, so, it, you know, I know if you're like northern. Now, granted, we're all over New England. So, obviously, once you're starting getting New Hampshire and Maine, you guys are a different bird. Yeah, and you're we gonna get it. Unless the guy, the, oh, I, don't, well, I can't say, but the friend of mine who lives near Portsmouth who bought the ticket and won the billion dollars, 
they may just already bought a warming machine for like it, you know just like when it hits it Head automatically melts right exactly he's like so if you see a guy buying like 15 generators i'm going to buy 10 tomorrow i i said i said last week if i won the lottery in 2 weeks after that you wouldn't hear me at this time anymore i'd be like Psh, i'm out of here so just trying to tell you it's the a old guy bought the ticket the old irish goodbye I would. I don't know if it would be Irish. I don't know if it'd be African American. It would just be gone. It'd just be, you know, maybe my last name is Jennings. It would. It would work both ways. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Text line three seven ninety three seven. Still to come. Adam Devolt to the Red Sox. But now it's time to hit it. Yeah. Uh huh. Would you 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 rather more like the two? What? Either or, I ask of you. Uh-huh. Would you, you, you rather more like the two? Either or, I ask of you. All right, three questions. Would you rather more likely to happen than either or? They can be in anything, sports, life. Here we go. All right, KJ, you ready? Yeah. All right, would you rather have Bel- Bill Belichick? Hire Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator or a young gun among the uh, among the field. Get the young gun. Here's why. They're going to respect you, Belichick. Now, I'm not saying Bill O'Brien won't, but you know that Bill O'Brien, he says, if I can turn this job around in one year, if I can get this team to 11-12 wins in one season, psh, ghost and I'm outie. My value is no higher than ever before. And then Mac Jones will have a fourth coordinator in his fourth season. Get a young gun. They're going to have to stick it out for a couple of years because other teams are not going to be ready to just throw them into a head coaching realm. So if you have them here for two or three years, that would get you to where Mac's contract would be up and you would be able to decide, giving Mac Jones the tools that he needs, the hand held by a young guy that can understand him, maybe play video games with him like Kyler Murray. I'm totally kidding. But you would have someone there who's going to be there for a couple of years. So I would go with the young gun just because you know you'll be able to keep him in-house for two or three years and manage Mac Jones versus Bill O'Brien coming in here, fixing it in a year, and then finding out two years later that he was the magic. So, yeah, go with the young gun. Next one. All right, what's more likely to happen? Who's more likely to play 20 games at shortstop this year for the Red Sox, Bobby Dahlbeck or Kike Hernandez? Oh, we'll get into the Adam Duvall uh, acquisition because that's that plays into probably why this question is what it is. And you know the crazy thing? Bobby Dahlbeck played a couple of Yeah, he's still on the team. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah, that's his middle name. That's his middle name. Still Bobby, on the team. He's, still, he's still on the team. <laughs> he didn't look bad playing short a couple of games last season. I think one was giving Xander a rest and another one it was like for a double header. That I believe that Bobby Dahlback may be a shortstop attempt that you would attempt to put out there for select games, especially if you're having trouble getting Elvis Andrus or bringing back Jose Iglesias back. Jose Iglesias is not going to really give you a bat, but if, if you put Bobby, Bobby Dahlback, who did it slip out? <laughs> it happens to us sometimes. If you put Bobby Dahlback at shortstop now, his lack of production looks normal for a middle infielder. It's the craziest thing. So now you have this middle infielder who kind of misses with contact, will give you 217 a year, but might hit 18 home runs, which you could get out of Elvis Andrus. So I would actually more likely see 
Bobby Dahlback playing 20 games at short versus Kike Hernandez playing short because you know how it is. You stick Kike Hernandez at short and be like, hey, am I ever going to go back to the outfield? Nope, you're the shortstop. <laughs> you learned that already. All right, final one. All right, your family is being held hostage, and to Uh-oh. release them, you have to do one of the following. Either Uh-oh. buy a front row ticket to watch a 65-year-old Madonna gyrate in skimpy outfits Ugh. on stage for three hours, Ugh. or loan your phone to Antonio Brown for a three-day weekend. Wow! Oh, if, you, if you know what he was up to on his Snapchat uh, yes. story this weekend, oh boy. Now, the crazy thing is with Antonio Brown, I can relate. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Either (laughs) did it really go there? Um, Either buy a front row ticket to watch a 65 year old Madonna move her body parts in skimpy outfits on stage for three hours, or Antonio Brown have my phone for a three day weekend. Oh my gosh! So yeah, Madonna is about to go back on tour and to do like her, I guess to celebrate 50 years. It's probably been close to that since she's been around. And I guess I would presume that these tickets that I would have would be front row center, so I'd have I would like have an upshot. Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> for you to justify my love, like oh gosh, just trying to picture uh, like a prayer in my head. <laughs> oh, just... life is a mystery. <laughs> I've got Jimmy Hoffa inside of me. <laughs> I would loan my phone oh, to Antonio man. Brown for a three day really? weekend. Yes, oh, here's why. You're not why. getting that phone back. Well, well I, I probably shouldn't show it to anybody, but it would give me an insight into what is really going on with this guy. Again, things fell apart for him in two situations. Once the hit from Dante Perfect, I think that's just completely just oh, that's gone. What did it. It's compl- it's t- it's his bell yeah. is still ringing like that old disco song. And two, him FaceTiming. I mean, him fa- uh, uh, Facebook living. The, the the locker room with the Steelers. Those two things were the beginning of all the ends. I mean, think about it. How long ago was crazy with him taking his shirt off and jetting? And then, like, he, he, for a second, if you happen to have seen the picture that popped up where he was, quote, hacked, you're like, that couldn't be, is it? Then you're like, nah, the head is, the face is too big. So you're thinking, like, oh, my gosh, is he? is this the ultimate troll? Like, no way. But it turns out it wasn't them. So, yeah, I would loan Antonio Antonio Brown my phone for a three-day weekend only because you just don't know we'll end up on that phone. And if you could turn it into an NFT, uh, you can make a ton of money. All right, that is Would You Rather More Likely To here on the KJ Show Late Night WEEI. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. We still have Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox. Let's go next hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 